This is Joshua Bell with The Kilt and the Cloth. This was my sermon from September 19th, 2021, entitled The Royal Advice of Wonder Woman. I hope you enjoy. God bless. Scripture this morning is taken from Proverbs chapter 31, verses 10 through 31. If you'd like to follow along as I read aloud, it is found in your pew Bibles on page 585 in the Hebrew section of your Bible. Now hear these words from Lemuel. A capable wife, who, who can find? She is far more precious than jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not harm all the days of her life. She seeks wool and flax and works with willing hands. She is like the ships of the merchant, and she brings food from far away. She rises while it is still night and provides food for her household and tasks for her certain uh, servant girls. She considers a field and buys it. With the fruit of her hands, she plants a vineyard. She girds herself with strength and makes her arms strong. She perceives that her merchandise is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. She puts her hands to the distaff and her hands hold the spindle. And she opens her hand to the poor and reaches out her hands to the needy. She's not afraid for her household when it snows for all her household are clothed in crimson. She makes herself coverings. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Her husband is known in the city gates, taking his seat among the elders of the land, and she makes linen garments and sells them. She supplies the merchants with sashes. Strength and dignity are her clothing, and she laughs at the time to come. She opens her mouth with wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. She looks well to the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her happy, her husband too, and he praises her. Many women have done excellently, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her a share in the fruit of her hands, and let her works praise her in the city gates. May God bless the reading of God's holy scripture. Amen. Now, in, my, in the 815 service, we talk about this, but we've talked about this for several weeks now, as that in Proverbs, we, we don't necessarily have to know who wrote them. The conversation is the same conversation as it always is, in the sense that these are phrases and conversations that are designed to specifically spur on more conversations, to have that opportunity to discuss how our faith activates in real life. Now, this is probably one of the most famous scriptures uh, that we use all the time. You hear it mostly at Funerals of really saintly women, is what they would say. The matriarchs are people's homes. And, and, and while that is, it can be appropriate, it's, it's also important to recognize that Lemuel here is talking about his mother. 
Now, Lemuel, in, in some circles, would be considered Solomon. Uh, and, and part of what ends up happening is, is the continuation of this is, is that this is supposed to be maternal advice, like a question and answer thing. It starts off with uh, a capable wife who can find. And, and he says, you know, not one that remains in the kitchen. The capable wife inspects foods and fields, imports rare foods, hands out the to-do list to her house servants, purchases, that's important for you to notice, and plants a vineyard, puts in 28-hour days, and in her spare time, she sews clothes for her entire family. Her husband may have a job, but this woman manages her own business. This wonder-slash-superwoman, in some aspects, could be Mother Teresa, Aaron Brockovich, Martha Stewart, before prison time, all rolled into one. And it's in this moment that we go through these female spousal qualities that we get to the real truth of this story. The answer that's at the very end of the whole conversation. A woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Now remember, we, we talked a little bit about fear last week. Fear is not something to be afraid of. Fear is the, the, the drive that humans have that is that guides us in the path of what we walk in, the footsteps of Jesus. It's that, it's that moment where you hear your parent saying to you, well, would you do this if Jesus was standing next to you? It's that painful moment when you hear your parent or a mentor looking at you in the face and saying, man, I'm really just disappointed in you. And that drive that we have to to work hard for other human beings, that's the fear of the Lord. We have this, have this fear of God in such a way that drives us to do better in, in the humanity, in all of creation, where everyone that draws breath. Now, the woman slash wife part is a little deceiving. She may be the model slash wife slash mother slash provider, but as we talked about in Sunday school, consider the patriarchal source from which this comes. Did you catch the part while she's doing all the work, the husband is sitting with the elders at the gate doing nothing except the real work of justice. The woman is busy providing all of the private needs of the household. Some commentators have been puzzled by the appearance of the phrase, fears the Lord in the poem. On the capable woman, since it has been totally occupied in praising the woman's mundane activities. The woman's wisdom, which, by the way, is the same one that we read last week, the Hebrew word hachmot, and fear of the Lord, however, come to express precisely her worldly activities. For Proverbs, there's no difference between the sacred and the secular. All of human life and action is to manifest reverence and obedience to God and show harmony with God's cosmic order. So everything that she does, every breath that she has, she doesn't have time to worry about worldly issues because she is working so hard to take care of her entire household. 
It makes sense then. When we talk about it in the New Testament, when Paul says, why should you guys get married? When they say, well, we want to get married. He's like, well, you shouldn't. Because it's physically impossible for human beings to love one another in the way that God loves us. And if you get married, you should be servants. Doulos is the Greek word. Slaves to one another. Lifting one another up higher than the other so that the other one is never wanting, you see. This is the problem. It's amazing to me how often we put this in our minds of what these women are to the proverb writer Lemuel. On just a side note, I, I've always found this passage of Scripture fascinating to me as I was telling my Sunday school class in the 815 version, uh, 18, 815 worship service, that in the, when you read it in Hebrew, each verse is alphabetically in, in line. So it's, it's the Hebrew alphabet beginning to end from, uh, from verse 10 through 31. So each verse starts with the first letter of the alphabet and goes all the way through. Now, why is that important? I don't know. I just think it was cool and I had to point it out to you. When I, when I talk about this passage of Scripture, I'm, I'm reminded of those women in my life and mentors in my life because as we discuss this, this is the, the goal of Proverbs is to spur conversation, right? So if we have those moments, I think about the people that are in my life that worked 27 hours a day and never had time to go out and do the worldly things because they were spending their time serving others all the time. And there are moments for rest because Sabbath is important and you have to take them, church. You have to take Sabbath. I know that's the pot calling the kettle black, but that means that we're supposed to do those things. I have to tell you, in this moment, you can almost hear the mom talking to Lemuel as this is going on. I could hear my mom in the midst of this conversation, and in case she listens to this, Mom, I know that I'm exaggerating a little bit, but it's what was going on in my head at the time. Yesterday, here we are, we are surrounded by uh, all of these people. And I'm, I'm so excited because I've got my brother Adam's family, and I've got half of, well, a, 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 a portion of my brother Luke's family, and I've got my wife and my daughter and my son. And then Chris Thompson and Kean Thompson come and help us serve. And, and it was crazy madhouse. There was at one moment that I'm standing going all over the place. And David Sharp comes over to get the food. And I look at him. And I didn't say anything to him because I just had this blank look on my face. Because as soon as he comes there, I'm like... And then I walk back into the, in the trailer to grab something. And then I realized, oh, I saw David Sharp. And so I walked back outside the door and I looked at him and said, Hi, David, I know you were there, I promise. And then my mom calls. It's, you know, a little busy. Hey, are you okay? Yes, Mom, I'm, I'm fine. Are you drinking water? Yes, yes, Mom. Um, okay, I, just, I was just a little worried. Are, so do you have a lot of people there? Y yes, Mom. Are you going to have barbecue left over? Probably. Hey, Mom, I, I got a lot of people here. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, uh, I love you. Bye-bye. Click. So this is about 11.15, 11.30. 
y'all, those of you at the fair saw the big line, right? At about noon, all of a sudden, it starts to go really crazy, and, and I start having all kinds of people. And my mom evidently had called and texted me in the midst of all of the crazy. And then all of a sudden, I look down, I see the phone, I pick it up, and my, she says, are you all right? Are you okay? Yes, Mom, I'm fine. Everything's good. I promise. Everything's good. Are you drinking water? Yes, Mom, I'm drinking water. Do you have a lot of people there? Yes, yes, Mom. Okay, I just want to make sure. I love you. Bye-bye. So the rest of the day goes on, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, I'm in big trouble. It's coming. I'm going to get the words of wisdom from my mom. And then I post the video, thanking people on Facebook, making sure that, you know, because I, I, it was a very emotional moment for me and all this stuff. And so my family and I are literally sitting at Mariachi just kind of trying to breathe. And my mom calls me, son, I just watched your video. Are, are you okay? Did you put on sunblock? Your face looks really red. Yeah, yeah, Mom, I, I, I'm okay, I promise. What, what are you doing? Well, I'm trying to, trying to chill out, Mom. I, and I'm at dinner with my, you know, with Adam and, and Alyssa and the gang. And, 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 and she's like, oh, okay, what are you eating? Are you eating barbecue at the Mexican restaurant? No, Mom, I don't want to look at pulled pork ever again. <laughs> so, so you're eating Mexican food? Yes, Mom. So did you drink any water? Yes, that's exactly what I have. Oh, okay, well, I just want to make sure you're all right. I love you. Bye-bye. Hmm. I, I think a lot of times I think of, about my mom in a, in a way that lifts her up as Wonder Woman. My mom does not sit still. She just, uh, you, you can ask anyone that knows her. She moves and moves and moves and moves and moves, and then at some point she stops to breathe and passes out. And then we ask her, hey, mom, did you drink some water? Are you okay? I think the part that's important for me is, is that she instilled in me this fear of the Lord. She instilled this idea with me that in the same way that Lemuel's mom does to him, that, that in order for us to be servants of God through Jesus Christ, that we are to serve with our whole being. And it's hard. It's not meant to be easy work to be a follower of Christ. It's not everybody's job. It is our job, however, to take care of all of humanity. And yes, sometimes you have to be like my mom and call and check up on somebody that's not necessarily your kid, which all of you do for me as well. I can't tell you how many times it reminded me of you being my extra moms, my extra aunts, my extra grandparents, my aunt, extra uncles, my extra uncles, all of these people coming to check on me and saying, how's it going? Everything going well? Did you drink some water? You see, everything that Proverbs is talking about here is a person that spends their entire existence fearing the Lord, but not for the praise. Not for the praise. You don't do these things to get credit. Credit is heaped upon them. It is sat, sought out. It becomes second nature for people 
to have this, you can hear the questions in the moment and in the discussion. That there's a sense of the fear of Lord. A fear of disappointing God, not humanity. For not taking the opportunity to feed their families, as it says here, as they inspect the foods. If you read this passage of Scripture, it's all Torah-based. What is the job description of this godly, wonder human being? Well, it's a person that takes care of the food and imports rare foods and and hands out to-do lists to their household folks and takes care of them as if they were a part of their family. It's those that purchase and plant vineyards and that plant seeds in people's lives that'll grow to take care of entire communities. That doesn't look at the time frame and pay attention to the time, but making sure that the job is done. And in their spare time, to sew clothes. For whom? Their entire family. To take care of all of God's creation. For we are all brothers and sisters in the eyes of God. If I knew nothing else about our faith, I would have to take this royal advice from a wonder woman that the only true way to wisdom, no matter the gender, the age, or where a society is on the historical continuum, is that we find ourselves in a place not being afraid of the Lord. The challenge then becomes to us, not just because this is a beautiful poem that we can use in our daily life, but it gives us a challenge to do better. To follow in the footsteps of Jesus who paves that path for us. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.